Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. How we doing out there in podcast land, everybody? It's Dale Lippin in here with my bro host, Trey Van Buskirk. How are you, brother? I'm having a bitching day. Yeah, just... Okay, now, catch me up to speed on California lingo. Is bitching day a good day or a bad day? I'm so happy you picked up on that. Actually, I feel like no one utilizes the word bitching anymore. I'm going to bring that bitch back. You're bringing it back. Okay, so explain to me what you mean when you say you're having that, that type of day bitching i'm having a i'm having a killer day it's just it's all all vibes are good um they weren't good this entire week thus far uh, but you know we can rehash that now well i need to uh, so if you're having such a good day what how come i haven't heard from you at all oh uh, well no the best part of my day is right now what we're oh, actually doing <laughs> the rest I, of my day was a fucking nightmare i got you yeah this is <laughs> this is a welcome island of sanity and safety in, in my week it sometimes it sucks though that it happens on a tuesday um right. because i almost kind of need this as the week progresses so a wednesday show is kind of nice man uh because it's right smack dab in the middle hump day you know and it's it's like it's nice i kind of i was i've been looking forward to just sitting down and just talking about what i want to talk about all day mm-hmm. today that's fine that's fine i do like that you said hump day there's yeah. a reason we could never do this on Wednesday because it would just get way sexual on this podcast. And I can't have it. I send it back. No. Yeah. Yeah. We, we try to keep it as unsexual as possible. We, we really want this to be a, uh, a sexless podcast if need be. If yes. it gets any sexier between your Aryan looks and my audio velvet, it's just things that we're going it, to, it'll get, you know, canceled. It will get canceled very quickly. <laughs> we'll get canceled super fast. So let, let's talk about something real quick. <clears throat> Um, before we before we read show sponsors and all that kind of stuff, um, the idea of canceled one. I did have something that popped up this week that, and we're we're going to talk about a couple different things within the MMA space tonight. We're obviously going to break down this card. We have Aspen Lad uh, going from missing weight uh, with the whole period gate to now being a main event against um, Norma Dumont. So we're we're going to cover this entire card. All, yeah. all of your normal punch list stuff is coming. But we've had a couple things happen this week that has got uh, 
some things that you and I want to talk about. You crack the cut water. Uh, they don't sponsor us, so we'll just yep. get that out of the way now. But I do want to talk about something real quick. And this happened last week, and you may or may not be aware. Well, we're going to start with this one, and we'll get to the other ones that we have planned. Um, I'm drinking a joggling road or joggling board lager made hmm. by our friends over at Oak Road Brewery, who you know hmm. have been very supportive of us for a long time now. They keep they at least me anyway. Um, they keep me pretty hydrated when it comes to to the to the liquids, and I appreciate them very much. Yes, yeah. Um, their owner, uh, one of their owners and founders, Ben, um, not only is a veteran, but has done some stuff with Allegiance, who we we love and adore, who's a show sponsor, and then their other one of their other owners, Rebecca, is our attorney for the podcast. So we we love them very much. Um, yeah. She's going to come in very useful here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get her number on standby. Um, they put out, uh, they, they did a, they do a commemorative beer every October for breast cancer awareness. This year's beer, they called second base. Last year's beer was called side boob. It's all boob related. Cause it's, it's for the boobs, right? Yeah. And they ran a, um, some ad work that was done by the same people that made our shirts that will eventually be coming out. If you ever send Roy, the designs, bang, um, bang. baked cat studio, they did some, they did some ad work for them where the girls that brewed the beer, cause it was brewed by women. They took their shirt off. So it was them in their bras with the beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Getting to second base. Yeah. They got, Which, by the way, Dan, yeah, a marketing tactic has been utilized for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Yes. Alcohol and boobs is essentially peanut butter and jelly for the adult. It's marketing 101. Yes. It's, 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 it's chocolate and peanut butter. A lot of peanut butter, but yes, it's, it's very much that. <laughs> yeah. Um, they got dragged um, in every brewery, um, essentially in the Southeast and every women or woman brewer um, came after them and said it was blatantly sexist and regressive and harmful to the image of women in the brewing space. Right. I don't agree with this. Um, no. And I, I, I want to be, I'm not being careful, but I'm being deliberate in what I'm saying here. If you don't like content that's in front of your face, you have the option to not partake in the content anymore. Just keep it moving. The women that were displayed in the ad not only made the beer, but of their own free will and accord chose to be there. And the fact that people within their own space chose to attack them for expressing themselves how they saw fit, how they decided to make their content, and they wanted to be little vicious trolls about it and go after them and try to bring in this cancel culture nonsense is exactly that. It's ludicrous. Allow people to be of free enterprise and pursue their dreams, passions, and desires the way they want to. And if you don't like it, just stay the fuck out of the way. Yeah. That's it's, it's really that simple. Yeah. Anything to add to that? No, because it coincides a lot with me losing a head coach this past weekend, which infuriated me to a different level. Right. Yeah. So, if you don't like it, keep it moving. And we're going to talk about John Gruden here at the end of the show um, because I do want to talk about that, that that idea of the cancel culture and things like that. But I, the reason why I bring this up from a content creation standpoint 
is that we will continue to have people touch, reach out to us and other content creators, um, especially other content creators um, that, that we know that take chances, right? And there's a few of them out there. When you put yourself out there and then you choose to go after them, that's, again, that is your right to do so. You are of your own, again, own free will and accord. I'll keep saying that. You can do that if you choose. But it requires a lot of energy on your part. It'd be a lot easier to keep it moving rather than come at people for making and doing the things that they want. Most people um, that we encounter that our show think we're okay. We get the occasional person that thinks that I'm an idiot. More so me than anything else. For some reason, I, I grate people. Um, you're kind of universally beloved. You're like Winnie the Pooh for some reason. People just, they love you. Um, that being said, just keep it moving. If you don't like it, keep it moving. And if you want to say something, be prepared to have something said back. Because yeah. to be honest with you, and, and this is just you and I for sure, but this is the way the world should be, is nobody truly, truly, and this exists in nature all the way up through the hierarchy of all beings. Nobody gives a fuck about your feelings. Nobody cares about them. So just keep it moving. If you don't like what we're doing, I, I appreciate you. See you. We've said it before. Leave us a review. Love us, hate us. Leave us a review. Don't watch a show. Thumbs up, thumbs down, comment. I don't care. Just do what you want to do. Stop trying to cancel people. One, because you're bored. And two, because you've got nothing else better to do or because your feelings are hurt. Your feelings being hurt are like pissing your pants. Nobody feels that, but you keep it moving. Mm-hmm. That's so. That, no, I mean, it sounds sounds warm and fuzzy. I was just when you said pee your pants, I think about when I surf and I piss myself and I just yeah. fill my suit. It's the most glorious feeling. But again, I'm the only one that feels it. Let me ask you something because you surf a lot. Is it true that if you poop in the water, it attracts sharks? First off, poop floats, so never do that because I, well, I know will poop see floats. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it attracts sharks. Um, but you're definitely not going to attract any friends, Dale. Well, I heard it was called. Isn't don't they call it shark bait? Isn't isn't a turd considered shark bait? No, absolutely not. Or when it's you poop like in the water, a... they don't call it chum in the water. <laughs> that chum. <laughs> I don't you know, know exactly surfer lingo. What... You got to help me out here. You know what chumming in the water is, and it's not pooping yourself to attract sharks. It's not that. What is it? I don't know what it is. Truthfully, chum I don't the... know what it is. Chumming the water is like taking dead fish heads and throwing, put a bunch of blood, oh, yeah, and guts, and yeah, stuff out course. there. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's no poop involved. Well, no, but I'm saying like from a surfing perspective, like poor man's chum is you go out in the water and you take a dump. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that is it? No, I understand oh. your logic. That's oh. not a thing. Okay. I don't know gotcha. who told you that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't surf. I'm terrified of the ocean, so I have no idea about <laughs> any of this thing. All right. Um, before we get too far into the show, uh, I do want to say um, a giant thank you to our friends over at State Classy Meats. Before we start breaking down the fights, which are just around the corner, huge thank you to our friends over at State Classy Meats. Trey, I just got an eighth of a cow in the mail today. How do they ship that? In a in in a in a box that if you didn't know better, you would think would be the box that Wayfair.com sells little kids into elite politicians. <laughs> That's how big this box is. It's gigantic. Gigantic. I want to know when you got that eighth of cow, did you get a pick like one out? Like, oh, I want I want Chloe or I want Tina. Did you get to pick that cow? You know what? You don't get to pick it out, but it is numbered. So it's like all like mine says, I think it's 9801. So all of the cow that I'm eating is number 9801. So whoever 9801 was, it's fucking dead. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. 9801. You're my dog. I appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, so all of my stuff. <laughs> 
T's and P's, baby. Pour one out for nine eight zero one. Yeah, I mean it's all it's all it's all numbered from the same cow. So I appreciate you nine eight zero one. And oh, it, dude, what cracks me up is just a few weeks ago nine eight zero one was just walking around Montana, just living its best life. <laughs> now it's in my freezer downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out oh. to Stay Classy Meat. Use promo code FIST. You can save 10% on 9802. Place you order right now, you might get 9802. It's hardcore. It's hardcore. I don't know if I'm that hardcore. I, I'm one of those things like out of sight, out of mind, but I, I love where I love where I, I know my meat's coming from a good place, but I put on this facade, bro. I put on this like hard shell. Like Mm-mm. I walk around, I got the cauliflower going. Like people are like, oh, he's hardcore. Not because I'm a hardcore person. It's because how I dress myself, dude. Yeah, I dress that? myself like a gun-toting American <laughs> son of a bitch. I've never shot a gun. I've never held a You're gun. You're such a poser. But I'm you. the most goddamn American flag walking around guy on yeah. the planet. Um, and the reason is, is I go to AllegianceClothing.com. I utilize our code PUNCH and it gets me 15% off site-wide. I'm getting a discount and I'm looking radical the entire time. Can I, can I, again, I'm going to, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire here. Um, can you please send Roy the, the, the vectors for the shirt so we can get her shirts made? I did. I did. He went to like, he went on like seven honeymoons. I don't know he how did. he does he it. Did. Yeah. Well, he, he sells a lot of t-shirts. <laughs> Thanks to I somebody. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> send him some, send him the thing, man. Or let's, let's, we gotta, we gotta get this going. I'm on All it. Right. I'm on it. You're on it. Cool. Um. Anyway. All right. Well, let's break down some fights, yeah? I'm ready, dude. This is a, a another stacked card. Here we go. Dude, I got my multi-tool in the mail today. You did. I did. I don't I understand did. the whole point of that thing. It's like a glorified, like, pocket watch. Well, yeah. So, I mean, well, a multi... So, all right. So, I used to carry multi-tool all the time um, when I was in the military because, you know, just you never know. You need something on the flight line or wherever the case may be. It's important to have pliers, a knife, whatever the case may be. Producer Jake, I'm sure, carried a multi-tool, didn't you, Jake? How many Gerbers have you lost in your life, Producer Jake? He's smoking darts. He doesn't know yeah, what we're talking about. He's got so many darts going. He said four or five. It's a lot. Four, it's expensive. Four darts or four, four tools? What is he talking about? Four tools. Okay. Not counting the tool in his hand, but yes, Producer <laughs> Jake's in the back. So anyway, it's, it's not practical to carry one of those now, and I don't need it, but I do need stuff from time to time. You know I carry a knife. You know I carry a gun, but I needed... A, I needed like a, a small universal multi-tool and I didn't want a foldable Gerber. So check this out. Let me pull this up so you can see it. Mm. I just, I don't get it. Like one, do you Dude. think you're a MacGyver? Two, no. why are you carrying around all this shit? You're carrying guns, knives, multi-tools. Like, are you just like constantly worried you're going to get murdered? No. I, in fact, it's quite the opposite. I'm I'm completely at peace knowing that I have a fighting chance to not get murdered. And that's the difference between South Carolina and California. Well, because I rely on HOA security. They patrol at least once a day. Right. Yeah. I have. I, I, I don't need any of that. Okay. No desire. So anyway, <laughs> one, it's got a knuckle protector, which I absolutely love. Yeah. Then it's got a Phillips head and a flathead bit that fits right into that hole right there, if need okay. be. You've got a pry bar yep. as well as a bottle opener. Dude, I freaking love this thing. It's lightweight. It's super sturdy. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited. I'm not going to shout them out because they don't sponsor us. But if you 
want to know where I got this. It is an all-American made company by some good old boys in the backwoods of Pennsylvania. I got you. Just shoot me a little DM. I got you. All right. If you want a glorified bottle opener, you know where to go. Exactly. Absolutely. I'll, I'll glorified bottle open your face. All right. First fight on the main card, Julian Marquez at nine and two, taking on Jordan Wright, 12 and one. Boy, oh boy, isn't this something? This is this is like, I don't know, this is Democrat and Republican. We got a Cuban versus a Beverly Hills white guy. It's essentially what it is. You got the Beverly Hills ninja versus Julian Marquez, the Cuban missile crisis. Marquez minus 260, Jordan Wright plus 220, over on our rounds is at one and a half. And I'm going to be honest with you, Trey. I don't think that line's wide enough. Julian Marquez should murder Jordan Wright. Yeah, I think first off, Jordan Wright pisses me off because how, how can you take that nickname? I mean, he's he isn't he from Beverly Hills? Well, it doesn't matter that that lies in R.A.P. One of the greatest actors of all time. You can't touch it, dude. Well, here's the thing: is that who's going to tell him no? Are you going to go tell him he can't do it? No, no. Okay. So I am going to tell him that I think his style's weird. I hate that bouncing karate style he yeah. does. I don't like, I do like that he has a five inch reach advantage, but I also think he has a glass chin, dude. And oh, we're going sure. against the freaking Cuban missile crisis, who is the most durable dude on the planet, who is strong. Hmm. I think that he could close that distance, clip Jordan Wright, put him out, game over. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think a win over Jamie Pickett um, is necessarily, you know, having people line up to see you fight again. Although he did, he, you know, it was, um, he did knee him and then, you know, finish him with some ground and pound. He's coming off that loss to Joaquin Buckley. He is exciting if he's effective, but I just don't see him getting the opportunity to move around and execute the way he wants to inside the apex against a guy exactly. like Marquez, who's going to press up against him. I like Marquez here. And I, you know, we don't have a lot to go off as far as Jordan Wright's how he likes to lose because he's only lost once in professional record of 12 and one. So there, there is that. Uh, he was also, you know, if I'm not mistaken, he was undefeated as an amateur. I don't want to say he's, I, I know you said he has a glass jaw, right? Or glass chin. And, yeah. and that, that may be the case, but walk, we've seen Joaquin Buckley and he hits hard. So maybe there is a little bit to that. But what I am concerned with is gas tank. He mm-hmm. is a guy that does not appear to manage uh, any sort of energy the proper way. And as this fight goes into the latter rounds, which I believe if you're Julian Marquez, you want it to wrestle heavy approach, gas Jordan right out. Don't yeah. let him don't let him dance around, push the action up against the cage, drag him down, make him work. Last thing to think about the, here is that Jordan Wright is coming uh, out of Jackson Wink, which is in complete turmoil right now with Wee. their flagship uh, athlete and all sorts of nonsense, as he's prone to do. Um, so that will either help or hurt. Yet to see. Um, I'm excited. Julian Marquez, minus 260, probably looking at him as confident enough to be a parlay piece. Most likely going to be in one, but I'm probably looking at inside the distance play here. That'll probably be a little chalky as well, but... I'll take a chalky minus 180 that I feel really confident in and stack it up with something else as well. So I really like this fight. I think this is a good opportunity to make money off Marquez and an inside the distance play. I agree. I wouldn't touch the one and a half, though. If you're anything, probably north of that, but definitely don't play the under. Yeah, I just don't want to touch it because what if Wright comes out and clips him, right? Or what if Julian Marquez comes out there and just absolutely takes him down and hits him with some – some some sharp elbows or something like that. You just don't want to take the chance with it. Just take the safer money. Give yourself that other 
seven and a half minutes and just yeah. take the inside the distance. Yeah. All right, bro. We were excited about it two weeks ago. Was it two weeks been ago? Been excited about it for months. Been excited about it for a while, right? This is one where this is our new when she pops up, we pay attention. Man and Fiero taking on Myra Bueno Silva. It's yeah. finally happening. Both of them with records of seven and one. Only difference is a Silva's got a draw on there at seven, one and one. Anyway, man is at a minus two thirty. Myra is at a plus one ninety-five. That line actually got wider since the first time they were scheduled. Yeah. I think Vegas saw the action that came in on Manon and they took a deep breath. They paused, they reassessed, they re-released the lines with a little bit more juice on them and the public responded accordingly and pushed that line even further and justifiably so. Probably my most confident person on the card to get a win is going to be Manon on Saturday night. Over on rounds is a two and a half, by the way. What do you got? Yeah, it's tough because, you know, what value unless you're going to utilize her as a parlay piece, you're going to take on Manon. So a lot of people and a lot of the cash you've been seeing coming in, which is extremely chalky, is that under two and a half. I don't know if I really like that. Um, I liked obviously Manon uh, when she was a little bit, you know, it was she was more in like the minus 200 range, high one 190s, whatever it was. But Silva, dude, she's a threat on the ground. Um, I don't, mm. she has no wrestling. She doesn't know how to get it to the ground, but she's got BJJ. She uses okay. her BJJ when someone either a takes her down and she accepts, accepts literally like pulling guard or something happens and it ends up on the ground. She doesn't know how to get anything to the ground, but if it is in the ground, she has a path to victory, which makes it a little bit nervous with Fiorot who can literally run in and do stuff. That's a little erratic and a little like uh, non-technical. Someone could slip. That makes me a little bit nervous. Honestly, I, I was going heavy on her last week. I don't, I never want to put a chick in a parlay, dude. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I, w- I was going to, I was going to have you walk that back. Um, but go ahead. Sorry. It's your, it's no, your I was saying I, I would never put her in a parlay. So I don't know what I'm going to do here, man. I don't want to play under two and a half. Cause that's uber chalky. I don't want to play her money line. Uber chalky. I'm not going to put mm-hmm. her in a parlay. So I just bail. No. Um, as of right now, under two and a half, is it plus money? So I would say under two wow. and a half, I had to look it up. Cause I was like, ah, I knew it was close. I knew it was close to pick them, but it's plus 100 right now. So get get that one for one. Go right, under two and a half. Yeah, love under it. two and a half. Take it. Take it. I know, we, I know we're sacrificing two minutes and 30 seconds there, but take it. I'd take I it. I love it. All right, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll ride. Um, just rinse and repeat what I said a couple weeks ago. Manon is a future contender. She's an absolute monster, a killer, a woman with knockout power and killer instinct that knows how to finish fights. It's a rare, rare breed. I'll take her. Plus one hundred on the under two and a half. I love that. Um, I get I'll get excited about that all day. All right, Jim Miller, my man, taking on Eric Gonzalez. Jim Miller thirty two and sixteen, taking on Eric Gonzalez at fourteen and five. Eric Gonzalez plus one ninety five. Jim, Jim Miller minus two thirty. Over runs over under on rounds is at two and a half here. Trey, I'm gonna say it because I say it every time. Okay. How do I feel about Jim Miller? Great steak sauce. Best nickname in the game. Best yeah. nickname in the game. Jim A10 Miller. Producer Jake, I know you're eating Thai food, but <laughs> yes or no? Can I, I want you to hop in here for this. Yes or no? A10's the most badass aircraft there is. Have him, producer Jake, come in. Yes. Yes. And, and there it is. I just wanted you to do the noise. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's it, man. That's it. Those of you who are not aware, uh, the A10 Warthog has a uh, is it a is it a forty mil? What, what what's the what's the millimeter on? That? I think it's a is it a forty? I don't know what it is, but it's at the at the nose and that bad boy. They call it the tank buster, but just A10. Like the chat says, A10 go, and that's all you hear, man. That's it, and then it's just destruction. My favorite plane, my absolute favorite aircraft. I love it. Um, but anyway, enough fanboying out of her aircraft because you don't care about that at all. Jim Miller no. taking on Eric Gonzalez. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I, dude, speaking of sounds though, Dale, mm. I'd like you to talk about this for a quick second because I'm pretty sure I hear Jim Miller do the same sound after a round, after any round one, which is wah, wah, wah. What are you talking about? No cardio, dude. He's a round one fighter. What bro. are you talking about? Jim Zero Miller has. Cardio. Jim Miller has fantastic cardio. Absolutely not. BJJ guy freaking has got enough wrestling to get it done. That's all he is. Meat and potatoes. Round one fighter. If you want to play Jim Miller, play him in round one. Don't play freaking Eric Gonzalez as UFC debutant here tonight. But if you're going to play Jim Miller and you want to get better than a minus 230, play him in round one. I disagree with all of this. All of them. I I disagree with every part of this. Jim Miller has fantastic cardio. Um, it's not as good as it was since he got Lyme disease, but the guy's not 10 doing years it. ago. The, the guy has not been in the UFC for 30 plus fights with a suspect gas tank. Guys with suspect gas tanks don't last that long. Eight, yeah. I, I, so I will say choked this. out or they get knocked out. Jim Miller. Uh, I could, you know what? Yeah, I, I forget about I've there's not a lot that I forget. I always forget, though, how disrespectful you are towards my man, Jim Miller. I always forget that. And I think it's because he so willingly accepts fights with everyone um, that you just kind of forget the the type of people that he's fought and and the wins that he has. I I just, I don't know, man. It bums me out sometimes. The guy's legit OG of the game, and, and you're such a hater. No, I'm not, I'm not a hater. I just am a realist. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you everybody that Jim Miller has lost to, with the exception of his three most recent losses. Okay, if you wouldn't mind, uh, also yeah. state the round with which he lost. Okay, I can. That's, a, that's an odd one. Okay, but I'll go ahead and do that. <laughs> All right. All right. So, very strange. All right. Ben Henderson by decision. All right. Okay. Nate Diaz. Round two, Cowboy. Round two, yeah. Benil Dariush. Decision, Kiesa. Round two, Diego. Decision, Poirier. A majority decision. So that means the judge scored it for him to uh, over Poirier. Uh, lost to Pettis by decision. Trinaldo by decision. Dan Hooker. Round one. Oliveira. Round one. And then he's got three, he's lost three out of his last four. But every single person that I just named is either a top five fighter or a former champ or challenger. 30 plus fights. And with the exception of your last three losses, which were to Joe Selecki, Scott Holtzman, and uh, who was the other one? Vince Pichel. But Vince Pichel is. Easy money. With the exception of those three, every other person that's beat him is either a former contender, former champ, or t- a current top fiver. I it's just your disrespect towards Jim Miller is just staggering. I don't understand it. He I'm should just, 
He should easily beat Eric Gonzalez. And if Eric Gonzalez beats him, he should retire. Just throw that out there. I'm just worried. I'm worried. Okay. Okay. I think if he doesn't get it done in round one, I'm worried about Eric Gonzalez in round two and round three. This is a guy, dude, okay. that watched some of his amateur fights. The guy throws these unorthodox punches, he, but he leaves himself arms wide open, straight up Creed style, which gets him pieced up. But mm-hmm. he throws heavy. So I'm worried. Older guy, Lyme disease, freaking no cardio, mm. older guy, mm-hmm. older guy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. older guy. Yeah. 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 Two, two of, uh, two, two of your boys losses came to Humberto Bandanai and Hoffa Garcia, both of which, um, unsuccessful UFC runs as well. So he hasn't beaten anybody of UFC talent. So just so what are we doing there. here? I'm taking Jim Miller. Um, I don't like him at two 30, but I'll find, I'll probably put him, I'll do probably do an, an, a little M&M parlay, a little Miller Marquez. M&M. Yeah. Hi. My name is Ricky, Ricky uh, cash at slip. Anyway, here we go. Sick. <laughs> Co-main event of the evening. Oh boy, I, I don't I don't understand this card, but here we are. Andre Arlovsky taking on Carlos Felipe, or is it Felipe? 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 Just Felipe. Felipe. Somewhere. Uh, so I had a great conversation real quick before we break down this fight. I had a great conversation with one of our with one of our. I don't like saying fans because that's such a weird thing and it sounds like pretentious. Friends. Friends. Oh man, you're such a stud when it comes to this stuff. Had a had a conversation with one of our friends, Marvin. Uh, and Marvin is devilishly good looking. So any ladies out there that listen to the show, I know that you're few and far between, but let us know. Hook you up with Marvin. Um, Marvin is Brazil from Brazil, Brazil. And um he's he's got blonde hair and blue eyes too. So he somehow fits in right with us. Marvin, let's, if you think, let me, cause we talked about Hitler being alive still. If right. you think that, that Hitler didn't escape to South America and, and the Nazis didn't go down there and just populate all of South America with a bunch of blonde haired, blue eyed Aryans, you are mistaken because Marvin is blonde hair and blue eyes. Like he is just dude, this, this kid, he's, he's talking to me. He's got a Brazilian accent. I'm like, what? How's it? He looks like you. What? He's like, he's How like, are you so hot, dude? He's like a seven percent less handsome version of you, but he's Brazilian. I don't understand oh. it. Anyway, anyway, I say all that to say this. He's like, you know, he's like, I, I had a good laugh at you guys because um, even though you think that you like to pronounce things correctly, you guys suck at pronouncing <laughs> Brazilian names. So oh, yeah. um, me just butchering Carlos Felipe or whatever the case may be, or Felipe, whatever his name is, I'm sure Marvin's like, oh gosh can't believe this so yeah anyway and that's why you you went back to me and said thanks oh, man yes yeah, so, <laughs> yeah um i, well, I what i want to do is i mean we have a couple we have a couple fluent portuguese speaking friends and we need to utilize them probably marvin uh we need to put we need to get marvin's picture and go after like brazilian female fighters and then have him sort of like we'll just dub him like in your spot or my spot yeah and just do like a translate thing. Like that's how we get like Amanda Hebus on the show is we have Marvin messenger. Dude, I'll, I'll just fly him to San Diego. I'll have him like sit on my lap and then he'll just be in front of me and I'll just talk behind him. No, he's in California. He's, he, he, he's from Brazil originally, but now he lives in California. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, okay. he where do you say he's from? Curitiba. Curitiba. Is it Curitiba? That's in Cur- California. No, that's where he, that's where he's from in Brazil. They have oh. UFC events there. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway, we gave this guy a lot of airtime. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Felipe, Andre Arlovsky. Uh, 
we have another friend uh, of the show that is super high on our, Andre Arlovsky. My man has hit us up with no less than seven DMs saying Andre Arlovsky is the lock of the card. How do you I feel agree. about that? You agree with this? I don't agree with it. It's the lock of the card, but I, okay. I agree it's a lock. Dude, you think I'm disrespectful to freaking Jim Miller? You know your boy cannot stand himself some freaking Carl's Philippe, dude. I, I think know you don't he like him. fucking sucks, dude. I know you do. I know. I know. He's go, a little go. cannonball shit ton of volume no damage you want to play a decision heavyweight guy this is him right here this is all the cart freaking you're getting a decision you're never getting a knockout you're getting a boring lackluster fat cannonball dude that's all you're getting arlovsky there's been this freaking notion out there that, oh glass chin it's getting older 42 years old uh-huh. no 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 this dude's got footwork he's using his leg kicks he's dynamic great fight iq I love me some freaking mouth guard that looks like a, a dog about to bite into some meat, dude. He's going to freaking shout on on this porker that is Carlos Felipe. I mean, Andre Olosky has won three of his last four. Um, his only loss came via knockout. His last two losses have come via knockout. I understand the notion that, you know, there, there was this idea for a while that he had a glass chin. Right, the loss to Stipe, then Alistair Overeem, then Josh Barnett, then Francis Ngannou. There was like this thing where it was like, man, come on, dude, and all you know, all of them are stoppages. So people are like, golly, man, I don't even know if we can do that anymore. You know, it's it's a big deal. Um, But then comes back, beats the big baby Junior Albini, wins over Stefan Struve, both of which are decisions, and then three decision losses in a row, beats Rothwell by decision. Then gets knocked out by Jarzinho, and then just decision after decision after decision. If I'm Andre Arlovsky, uh, or if I'm looking at this fight, it I think that I, honestly, I think you just play over two and a half here. I just mm-hmm. it's hard taking an over in a heavyweight fight because I agree with you that Felipe doesn't possess a lot of power. But he does put out a lot of volume to your right. to your point. A fat guy with volume is dangerous. Um, and I don't know how much of Arlovsky getting all of these decisions, you know, whatever, 13 of his last 15 fights being by decision, win or lose. I don't know how much of those have been be necessarily because he wasn't facing guys without power so much as he's just been very elusive. And the times when he wasn't able to be elusive against Rosenstruck, and Aspinall, he went to sleep. Right. So if he can remain elusive, it goes over. He he just he's not knocking anybody out, and Philippe's not going to knock him out because he's being elusive. I just the idea of taking an oh man, taking an over in a heavyweight fight is like betting the under in a football game. Mm. It like you you're asking to be bored. I, I just mm. don't know morally i don't know if i can do that it just it goes against the fiber of my being i want to see violence i want to see well, big boy violence but dude you you're get you're choosing to be bored and also obtain no value i'm pretty sure the over two and a half is like close to minus 200 at this no point. oh my gosh don't don't be silly i'm not gonna be that that's me being real dude i'm pretty sure i saw it at minus 180 a week ago oh my gosh it's minus 210 over two and a half oh, what dude what? it's gone up so much i told you dude. you're right i'm i stand corrected you're right you're right so what do you do now uh, damn. take <laughs> the under and take the under and hope that 
hope that Arlovsky goes night night. I dude, I don't know. Probably avoid this fight, to be honest with you. Um, I agree. Or, or I'll just say this. If you feel convicted on either one of these gentlemen, it's one of these ones, we'll say it like this. If you feel convicted either way, play that side. You're getting them at near even money. Something in your heart makes you believe that Andre Arlovsky is going to win this fight. Rock'em, sock'em, robots. Get after it. Same thing with Carlos Felipe. Felipe, whatever his yeah. name is. Get yeah. after it. Just get after it. Get after it. Get after it. Main event of the evening. Aspen Ladd at 9-1. and one. Norma Dumont. Six and one, 145 pound tilt here. Trey Aspen lad minus 130. Norman Dumont plus 110 plus 111. Over on rounds is at four and a half. What's the deal here, dude? What's the deal? <laughs> she she goes up to 145. Mm-hmm. Aspen lad. Mm-hmm. Is this just because she obviously lost? lost the ability to fight the Macy Chase on fight and she just needs a pickup fight? Or is this the right division for her? I think one, I think it's the right division for her. Um, I don't know. I don't, so I don't want to say that Aspen Lad's undisciplined. I don't know that she's, I don't necessarily know that that's the case, but her body composition plays a, a large factor into, um, into stuff like this. You, you have guys like, we'll use Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury put in road work and still looks the way that he looks. There's a lot of people that just, I'm sure with the right diet, nutrition, and trainer could reach dystopian Greek god level aesthetics. Right. I just don't know that a lot of people, if their body composition will just do that in a reasonable amount of time. And Aspen Ladd's been fighting professionally for, you know, a handful of years now and has been in the gym for a dozen or so years. And if you're just not going to be six packed and, 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 and biceps, at this point, you're just not going to do it. So I don't think she put herself in a position to make weight anyway in the Macy Chasen fight. Um, Chasen, sorry, we were corrected on that. Um, and, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Producer Jake, fucking legend. <laughs> Wait, what are you laughing at? I missed it. I'm laughing at Producer Jake's. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> Oh man, I'm laughing because Marvin just hopped into the chat on the live stream and said, "How much did I? How much did I miss?" Marvin, we just talked about you for the last ten minutes, man. Um, Go ahead. Apparently, you're super hot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll Uh, send some photos. Send some photos. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Producer Jake's ripping bowls in the background. (laughs) Oh man. I don't necessarily think that she was. I, I just think it was one of those things where, like, she just not. She's not going to make 135 pounds consistently. She doesn't appear to have whatever discipline necessary to make that happen. And then she started her period. Um, menstrual cycle started, and uh, there's just nothing you can do about that, you know. And it, she said it messed with the weight cut. There was some Misha Tate went after her and said, "No, you were never going to make the weight." This, that, and the other. Uh, and they flipped her around pretty quick and put her at one at one forty five. She was in shape. She just the weight wasn't there. And then Holly Holm went out with a knee injury, and now uh, she's gifted, literally gifted, um, silver lining, if you will. Another man's trash is a is Aspen Lad's treasure here. She gets a main event spot against an opponent. In my opinion, I know you thought she was going to beat Macy easily. I think this is a more favorable matchup for her against Norma. It's funny you say that. I'm I'm on the opposite side of that. Okay. Um, I was all about Aspen Ladd in the Macy fight because I think she would be able to strangle hold Macy, utilize her thick chick behavior and bring it to the ground and do some good ground and pound. Norma Dumont 
is a thick chick within herself. It's up 145. Look at the thickest chick in the 145 division in my mind in Felicia Spencer when Norma DeMont fought her. Felicia Spencer could, couldn't get freaking Norma DeMont down. So how is Aspen Ladd, who's not on the same wrestling pedigree as Felicia Spencer, going to get Norma Dumont down? It's not going to happen. So I think Norma Dumont's going to be the better striker. I don't think Aspen Ladd's going to be able to drown her and take her into deep wrestling waters like she would have Macy. Dude, I'm a huge Aspen Ladd fan, but I'm going Norma Dumont in this fight and taking plus money. Okay. I'm cool with it because I'm on Norma Dumont anyway. One... We have strayed away from science the last few weeks, and I don't like that. Um, we, we've gone against scientific reason, um, and truthfully, it's kind of helped us out a little bit. You know, we questioned the science, and it turned out to be right. There's nothing wrong with questioning science. <laughs> Part of science is being wrong. It's called experimentation. Um, right. Well, I would never, Dale. I would never mandate science because there is time to investigate and make well sure yeah you need right. to provide your own investigation into the pros and cons of each fighter we can't just blankly mandate bet on all women's underdogs this is going to be what's best for everyone you need ample time to sample to make sure that that sort of you know strategy would work for everybody before you do that well and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mandate something like that for young children that literally don't know what they're doing yet you know what i mean the science hasn't been there long enough well you got to be at least 18 to open a banking account or open a a betting account anyway and you have to do so in a state where it's legal unless you're using an overseas book so again there's all these different normal hiccups that would that checks and balances if you will that would push that out so if you ignored those checks and balances it would almost seem irresponsible (laughs) i agree i concur you I concur. concur. All right, man. Let's uh, let's break down the prelims. Yeah, let's do it. Ariani Carnalosi taking on Estella Nunez. Estella Nunez at seven and one. Carnalosi at thirteen and two. Carnalosi minus one fifty five. Nunez at a plus one thirty five. Over on rounds is at two and a half. I'm inclined to believe again that this line should be wider. I like Carnalosi in this spot. Plus, minus one fifty-five seems like a good uh, a good price tag on her. What do you think? I think there's a little bit of recency bias. Um, Fair. I appreciate your honesty with me, by the way. No worries. No worries. Um, Nunes hasn't fought in three years, dude. Mm, yeah. um, that's that's a little bit of reason why you're getting the plus one thirty-five. Having said that, when she did fight three years ago, it was what for a belt and one championship. But let me back up for a second. Back it up. Her route to that belt was very short. Okay. Makes her promotional debut. I don't know if something fell out, but she literally gets a fight against freaking Andrea Lee, the next fight for the belt. No, Angela. Angela Lee. And it's it's Angela and Andrea. And Angela and Andrea. Yes. Yeah, so Andrea Lee fights in the UFC. Angela yep. Lee fights in one FC. Yeah. Andrea does not exist. Why did I say Andrea? Because you live in California where everybody churches their name up. It's not Andrea. Okay. Okay. Well, Carnalosi is literally built like a fire hydrant. She's the only chick that's that's more ripped and more 
dude-like in composition than Jessica Andrade. She makes Ooh. Jessica Andrade look like a 16-year-old JV football player. Well, but she's super aggressive too, which me likey in the women's realm. Yes, for sure. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I just think that we go back to Nunez. She's a good kickboxer. Yeah. She has zero grappling. Yeah. And Carnalosi, she's aggressive, and she looks for that – not grappling per se, but she looks for that kind of like half guard ground and pound aggressive style look. So I think someone who's banking on, let me use my footwork and move around. That ain't going to work little, little honey in the freaking apex. Whoa, I'm going whoa. with the aggressor, dude. Whoa. So who's the aggressor here? Carnalosi. All right. So you're, you're on, you're on the same side as me with Carnalosi here. Yeah, I am. You did this weird aerial Hawani thing where you made it seem like you were against me. And then you're actually claiming to be on my side here. Don't ever call me Ariel Hawani. I won't. You're right. You're right. You know what? That was. I will pull guard. Yeah. (laughs) Set. What are we? How many episodes in are we? Seventy something. No, we've we've hit triple digits. Easy, dude. We've had episode one hundred already. No. Yeah. No. 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 Mm -mm. We're not counters. We're not counters, but we haven't been doing this for two years. Yes. Two full years. Not two full years. No way. Close. We just did episode 50 not too long ago. I don't understand how that mathematically works out, though, because we do Because we do one episode a week. week. Yeah. And how many 52 weeks, weeks in a year? year. 52. <laughs> I don't know. I checked the science. I'm going to investigate that. I I'm just saying, like, I'm sure about that. I, I can do poor people math. And I'm telling you, simple addition is, is, is I, I've got this. I've got this under control. I don't think we've been doing this for 54 weeks. 54 weeks. Or no, I'm sorry. 104 weeks. 104 weeks would put us at two years. Okay. Right. I don't know. I'm gonna have to do the math, dude. Well, I don't. Don't do the math. Just look it up. No, you're doing bar napkin math. I want to do legit science. Bar napkin math. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, we just need to count them all. Jake, log into our account and count all of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. All right. Um, I'll go Carnalosi here. Ah, I don't know. Maybe under two and a half. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No? No, dude. No. Just take Carnalosi. All right. Yeah, so 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 the, the chat says channel started in 2020. And I can appreciate that. But we only started doing video then. And it's because we switched over to a new recording software. I'm, I'm going to, let's just, I'm going to clear, clear the air on something here. We do video because our recording software allows us to stream to YouTube. We recorded yeah. the longest time with no video and we were just happier, just as happy as pigs in mud. Um, we do the video because one, it, it sort it, I think it increases the banter because we get to see each other, but also the software supports it. So there's no reason not to do it. Um, but prior to that, <laughs> that's huh? why, that's why you look at our views on YouTube and it's like nothing, but then you look at our downloads and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they this, actually is, this, do is, something. this is how they have sponsors. Cause they actually <laughs> yeah. get downloads. Oh, isn't that something? Yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> the YouTube channel is, is a, because we can not, this is not a love, you know, I mean, although I do love every one of you that show up for this consistently, I do appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, I think it'd be fun too. Like we can do like, you know, like a drinking party too. And we could like, randomly pick someone in the chat and plop, plop them in here and get their take on a fight and be sick. Well, next idea. time I'm out, you do that. I'm going to do that. You do that. 
you do that because every time I try to pull a random in on Instagram Live, they always have their pants down or they just yell the same weird thing over and over again. It's it's always it's a nightmare. So it is weird. A lot of pants down. A lot of pants down. All right, my pick for fight of the night, guaranteed violence, is this next fight. Sleeper, they've got it buried. They've got it buried as an early prelim. Brandon Davis taking on Deny Batterjall. Minus 170 for Deny. Brandon Davis plus 145 over and around at two and a half. I'm going to say something. I don't know if there is a person, and he just came back on the roster, just got added back. I don't know if there's a better person out there getting beat up and looking good doing it than Brandon Davis. Well, and his quality of competition, dude. Yeah, it's gnarly. Freaking, yeah. G- you get Chikadze, Zabit Nagabla, whatever his last name is. Magomed Sharapov. Yep, dude, you you just crushed that. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's a great fighter. Durable volume. I don't know yeah, I, just, I mean, I just I enjoy him. Like he, he's lost to Kyle Bochniak, Enrique Barzola, Zabit Magomed Sharapov, Kung Yo Kang, um, and Giga Chikadze. Then. You know, obviously they gave him the boot after losing five of six after a win on the contender series, then went to the regional scene, knocked out four in a row real fast, had a had an act of 2020 and 2021. They bring him right back and they give him another killer. Like he just does not want, he does not get any easy fights. And two, um, well, that's really kind of it. Yes, they don't give him any easy fights. And he's got another one, another tough one here in deny. I'll say this. If this fight goes over one and a half, it's Brandon Davis's to lose because mm-hmm. he will put the pace on Deny. And Deny will fade because he is 0% body fat and puts everything into every one of his shots, and he's an arm puncher. He doesn't have the fundamentals to conserve energy to throw correctly. Everything is an arm punch. Everything is lactic acids and, and the shoulders and the traps and the lies and the buys and all that shit. He literally, everything is... Everything is big body movement when he's coming at you. Um, can you hear the you hear the vacuum cleaner? Is that a vacuum? That's a vacuum cleaner. Sound like an alarm. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Is it super annoying? No, no. It just makes me wonder what type of vacuum you have. Like, well, so we have hardwood floors, like so. I'm gonna brag on myself for a little bit. We have we have like real hardwood floors, not the engineered hardwood or laminate. Um, oh. So we've got it's like a vacuum slash wet mop kind of deal to help clean those because you can't mop a regular hardwood floor because uh, yeah. it would cause it to bubble. Yeah, I also am wondering why your wife is at 10:30 at night vacuuming. I feel like that's very counterproductive to the kids that are sleeping, um, and just it's just it's a weird time, dude. It's a weird time. All of our kids um, sleep with white noise machines. And then <laughs> two, my mom and my uh, my grandpa or my papa uh, yeah. are coming to visit uh, tomorrow. So we're doing a little Ooh. last minute house cleaning. Ooh. And not only is the vacuum going, but your internet's going too. Oh, geez. Is it really? It was. You just froze. But uh, You froze good. on my screen. Oh, that's all good. It's all good. Um, I'm going to take Brandon Davis, dude, at plus 145. Go for it. I'm taking him. I I think quality of competition, we talk about that every single week. I don't think Dana's fought that. He's fought scrappers, dude. He fought my boy Kevin Natividad and freaking stopped him the first round. 
But do I think that Kevin Natividad is as good as the freaking Gigich Kadze's of the world and what he's seen, what he's had to endure? Absolutely not. I'm taking Brandon Davis. I can get it plus 145 for a dog that's going to fight for my money, dude. Absolutely. Perfect. All right, one of the one of the fighters on this next fight, uh, one that people are very excited about, Ladovic Klein taking on Nate Landwehr. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Ladovic Klein at seventeen and three, Nate Landwehr at fourteen and four. Again, we're talking about dogs that will fight for your money. Nate Landwehr at a plus three ten is that guy that will fight for your money. Now he'll show up to fight, but he should be grossly outmatched. And I think the odds reflect this with Ladovic yeah. Klein at a minus three seventy five. Over under on rounds is at two and a half. Ladova Klein for me here in this spot is a DraftKings play, not a regular straight up bet play, and I'm not going to put him. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to put him in a parlay just in case Nate Landwehr does some dumb shit. Just it, well, it makes me nervous. Indeed, remind me, <laughs> didn't do the show prep. Um, yeah, that's okay. Nate, Nate's last two fights were against Juicy J. And Darren Elkins, those are the last two, right? Roger that. And we thought he got he, we thought he got gifted the win over Elkins. We both scored the fight for Elkins, right? So he's zero two. He's zero two, um, and got obliterated via flying knee with Juicy J. Um, you dude, you don't come back stronger getting freaking knocked out like that. That was heavy. Klein, I think, is going to get the better of exchanges, obviously. The one thing I'm worried about, and I would like to see what happens, is Klein has had weight issues in the past. Let's see what he looks like if it lands. Um, if he looks a little drained, then that's going to make me think, wow, maybe Nate could get the better of exchanges with someone that looks drawn out. But if Klein can get his weight under control, I think that he is the more technically sound fighter. That over under in rounds under two and a half is at a minus 160. I'll probably just take that. I agree. That's a good one. Uh, question in the chat says if Brandon loses, does he get cut again? Probably not. He'll, they'll probably give him another fight. They probably sign him to a two fight deal. Yeah. Um, because he is, I think if I'm not mistaken, is he stepping in on short notice for this fight? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, you know what? Camp? No, because Nate was supposed to fight someone, uh, two cars ago and that fell out. Well, he hasn't had a full camp. Yeah. He's, he's it's short notice, but not sh- super short notice. Gotcha. I don't, I mean, he didn't have like, it was like a 12, eight week camp for um, Brandon no. Davis, was it? No. Okay. All right. Next fight on the card. <clears throat> Excuse me. Lupita or Lupi Godinez taking on Luana Carolina. Lupi is making history. If she can make weight and shows up to fight, she will make history as the fastest turnaround in UFC history. She is going to fight on back to back weekends. Taking on Luana Carolina here, uh, Carolina at seven and two. Lupi Godinez at six and one. We we're having issues finding a line for this because it just got announced. So we don't necessarily have it have a line for it. I would be shocked if Lupi was not a sizable favorite. Um, she looked absolutely stellar on Saturday night. What do you think? Well, what happened to Sarge, dude? I don't know. Well, was not the fight? That was the fight. Yeah, we don't know if she had COVID or injured or anything like that. I, I truthfully do not know. <clears throat> okay. Um, I mean, this was an easy pick when it was fucking <laughs> Sarge versus Carolina. I was all over Sarge, the right. best 500 fighter on the planet. Um, the only thing I could say about Carolina that makes me a little bit nervous is, dude, she struggles to get back up if she gets taken, back, taken down. Um, she's someone who 
does not know how to put her back up against the cage and get back to her feet. She will accept bottom position and she will stay there to the round to restart and then refight. Um, so I think if loopy can come in and implement any formation of a ground game, that makes me nervous. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm staying away from this as a short notice women's fight. That is sketchy uh, beyond sketchy. I'm not man. I'm all in on loopy. Bro, she looks so good against Selena Juarez. Like, so, I mean, she looked fantastic. Her hands were crispy. Like, like literally so crisp. Like, spaghetti, spaghetti out of the box. Crack it. Like, crispy hands, bro. She looked fantastic. And then once she got her hurt, armbar snatched it. Um, I know she's, <laughs> um, as, as the chat said, she's fighting up a weight class. I don't care. Loopy looked good. She looked motivated. You know she's feeling herself. Um, and it's coming off that women where she literally took zero damage. Zero damage, bro. She literally, I mean, it was, she looked untouchable. It was like, I don't know, man. It's like when you're playing a, a video game and you give your little brother the sticks and you just don't even tell him the controls and you just go out there and just mash them. That's what it looked like. I'm all, I love Loopy. I love her in the spot. I'm obviously not going to hammer her at like a minus 300, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll pay attention to see what it goes on. And plus, she's got a wins over your your girl, Vanessa. Ah. Uh, yeah, she, she she beat your girl up. She uh, beat your not girl. Not the stripper, from, dude. From the Glitter Factory. Not the stripper. Exotic dancer. Yes, that's right. Exotic dancer, adult entertainment specialist. Danny Roberts, 17 and 5, taking on Ramazan Emiv. Emiv at 20 and 4. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got a little, I got a little hitch in my giddy up here. Emiv. You know what? You know what you should take, Dale. What's that? Some hot chocolate. Ooh, I like what you did there, Danny Roberts. Hot chocolate. Plus 265. Ramazan Emiv minus 315. The other good parlay piece for this weekend, Ramazan Emiv. This fight should be relatively uncompetitive. Roberts has one path to victory, and that is a knockout punch. Emiv has shown himself to get hit from time to time, but as long as he can avoid that, make his clear entrances, he's going to ragdoll Roberts here. This is a bad matchup for Danny as far as I'm concerned. Emiv as a, as a decently confident parlay pick for me uh, this weekend. Yeah, you know what's funny about Danny Roberts is actually I wouldn't mind betting on Danny Roberts in any other spot just because he's a he's – a, I think he's a well-rounded fighter. And what he likes sure. to do is mix it up, level change, actually implement a little bit of wrestling. But, dude, you, <laughs> when you're talking levels in wrestling and you go against Ramazan me, dude, it's that Russian grappling, freaking Khabib-style half guard, ground and pound. You're not getting a breath. You're going to drown deep waters. Hot. He's going to drown in some deep, hot chocolate, dude. Yeah, for sure. Amiv's got a weird body shape. I know we body shame a lot and talk a lot about it, but a very strange salamander-style body for Amiv. Um, when you say salamander, do you mean he changes colors, Dale? No, that would be a chameleon. Dude, okay. what on earth, man? We don't have those here in California. Oh, buddy. Trey. So what does a salamander have to do with a body style? That makes no sense. Oh, man. That is dumb. What? Well, at least once a show, I, I just question what universe you grew up in. In what universe do people mix up chameleons and salamanders? I'm pretty sure every universe, dude. That come on. A sal like, have you ever seen a salamander? And pelicans, dude? You know what I mean? No, seagulls and pelicans look nothing alike. <laughs> dude. 
They you all, live they, by the beach, and you're trying to tell me that you mix up a seagull and a pelican? They, they're there, dude. They're over How the do water. you find your house every day? GPS is a great invention. I love you, man. It's so weird. A salamander, uh, small little amphibian, right? Uh, very long body, disproportionately short appendages. So I can't say arms and legs because there's no differentiation on an on a on a amphibian or a lizard, but their legs are very short in proportion to their long, thin body, which is how Emeve is shaped. So um, like like Artem Lobov is a salamander. Let me okay, let's I'll I'll use a reference that you understand. In Monsters Inc. <laughs> the bad guy. The bad guy? I haven't seen Monsters Inc. dude. Yes, you have. The bad guy in Monsters Inc. has the body type of Ramazan Amiv. The blue guy? Yes. <laughs> no, not the blue guy. Not not Mike. Not Mike. The other the, 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 the blue and purple dude, wizard. I haven't seen Monsters Inc., man. Not Mike. It's not Mike. Sully's the blue guy. Sully's the blue guy. Mike's the green. Mike Wachowski. And then what? Sully. We're off the rails here. We got one more. I love the chat here. Well, I love somehow we got a marine biologist listen to the show. Salamanders are a group of amphibians typically characterized by a lizard-like appearance. Ah, uh, okay. But like, you've never gone like into like into a stream or a creek as a kid and lifted up rocks and f- caught salamanders. A stream or a creek? Yeah, <laughs> those don't exist in this neck of the woods. <laughs> you guys don't have streams in California. We have an ocean, dude. Yeah, but. You don't have stuff that flows into the ocean? Yeah, it's called a gutter. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to come out there sometime. It sounds like a weird, just a uh, just a fairy tale almost. It just doesn't make sense. It's very safe. And, we don't have to walk around with guns, knives, and tools, dude. We just, we just live. You don't have to, but you should. <laughs> All right. All right. Whatever you say, dude. I'm just saying, let, let, let's paint a scenario. Let's say you want to go to Costco, right? You're just going to Costco, having a good old time. Yeah. You're back at the, you're way in the back by like where they keep the milk at and everything else. Yeah. And you start hearing the faint popping of what sounds like fireworks. What's this weird popping noise? But it doesn't sound like fireworks once the people start screaming. And then they're, and then everybody's running. And then the popping's getting closer. What are you doing? Well, first off, how many times has that happened in your lifetime? None, but I need to be prepared for when it does. So should I like put on floaties right now because I'm preparing for a tsunami to hit at moment's notice? No. Should I wear floaties all day? Walk around just like inflated like fucking Michelin man and just be like, hey, hey, everybody. You never fucking know. (laughs) You could. You could. That's a thing that you could do. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to wear floaties all day tomorrow just to prove your point, dude. Uh, Proving the point that... The you point get is, it. You, it's you just, heels, it's dude. no, you didn't put me on my heels because it's such a ridiculous counter argument that <laughs> it's not. It's, it's it so is. good. You're like, fuck. All right, Trey is genius, dude. It's not genius at all. There's no logic to this whatsoever. Dude, I'm wearing a snorkel a, mask all day tomorrow. You, you should. You should. Um, in case. Just in case. Just in case. That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. I, I want you to. I think you should. I, do. I, do. I think you should. I think you should be prepared for all situations. And in your situation, 
I think a snorkel mask would be the best bet. Go <laughs> wear it all day tomorrow. Because in the event somebody pulls a gun on you, I don't think pulling guard is going to work. So wear wear a snorkel mask. That'll that'll do it for sure. I fully into. If you're listen, if you're not wearing a snorkel mask tomorrow, everything is a lie. I need right, you. Yeah, I, need you will. I know you have one too because you're in the ocean all the time, chum in the water. All right, featured prelim Andrew Sanchez thirteen and six taking on Bruno Silva at twenty and six. Andrew Sanchez plus 135, Bruno Silva minus 155, over on rounds at two and a half. Trey, should these odds be flipped? Ooh, I was actually wondering if they should be wider. I feel like the UFC is all on this Bruno Silva guy. Hmm, interesting. Why? Why is the line like this and who are you on? The line's like this because Silva possesses amazing power, fantastic ground and pound. He's not very technical striking, but he freaking throws. Andrew Sanchez likes to work within close quarters, so he could do that like dirty boxing style. So I think a lot of people, I know you had your fight of the night. I actually think this is going to be the fight of the night. Hmm. I think there's going to be just a flurry of just short punches with a ton of power behind it in close quarters. Um, I think both these guys are very durable, though, so I wouldn't say under two and a half. I wouldn't even say inside the distance. I think it's going to be a full-on brawl. I think this line, if anything, is going to get closer. Dude, I don't know. It's To me, it's a straight-up pick em. Interesting. You know that these guys, uh, the last person that Andrew, Andrew Sanchez beat, do you know who it was? Mm-mm. Wellington Terman. Do you know good. who the last person that Bruno Silva beat? Wellington Terman. That's right. That's wow. Right. Wow. Common denominator. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I'm going Andrew Sanchez at plus money just because I think he'll fight for my money. Plus, his nickname is El Derte. That's uh-huh. hard. That's hard. Wrestling background. Good cardio. Hands have been getting better. Uh, I hope he doesn't use them against Bruno Silva because I think that's how he'll get beat. Uh, right. Hopefully he uses that wrestling. He's got decent cardio. Makes Bruno Silva work in the early rounds, takes over in, in the latter half of the second and the third and gets that unanimous uh, 29-28, Andrew Sanchez. That's what that's what I had. I had noted. I had Silva inside the distance, Sanchez by decision. Yeah. That's kind of right. how I played. Cool. All right, you want to run through money lines real quick? Yep. All right, cool. Nunez, Carnelosi. Carnelosi. I'm on that too. Davis, Deny. Davis. Interesting. Um, Latter half. Wait, you're Davis too, right? Yeah, for right now. All this is subject to change. Ludovic Klein, Landwehr. Klein. Klein as well. Um, And then we've got Loopy, Carolina. I'll go with your girl, Loopy. There we go. I'm on Loopy as well. Amive Roberts. Amive. All right. I'm on Amive as well. Silva and Sanchez. Oh, man. I'm going to take Sanchez by decision. There we go. I'll take Sanchez as well. Marquez Wright. Uh, Marquez. I'm on Marquez as well. Manon and Myra. Manon. I'm on Manon as well. Jim Miller Gonzalez. Oh. Do you freeze? No. I'm right here. Okay. I said Manon and then. Maybe you were in like such awe that it's like, oh yeah, that's the parlay right there. Oh. oh no, I said uh, Miller or what's the other kid's name? Gonzalez. Uh, I'll take Miller. Um, oh, boy, Arlovsky, Philippe. Arlovsky. I'll take. Man, all right. Gosh, it feels weird, but sure. Uh, and Aspen Lad, Norma Dumont. Dumont. I'm on Dumont as well, man. We're pretty much unanimous across the board here. I like it. There we go. All right, all right man. This feels like a solid nine and two Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It does. I feel like a good nine and two. All right, man. Uh, before we go, because we're at our hour mark, um, did, we did want to talk about one more thing, right? Now that we've now that we've get, given you the meat and potatoes, if you were here for MMA talk, you've gotten it. Um, now something a little bit else. You, well, now we're going off your regularly scheduled programming. Um, John Gruden got fired. No, he resigned. Let me put. Yeah. The, I want to say this correctly. He resigned yeah. this week. Um, you are a diehard Raiders fan, but you also hate PC culture. So yes. I would love to give you an open floor to express your concerns about this or your feelings. You know, I didn't, I didn't really put anything together um, to I'm, say on the show tonight, but I, I've just been a lot of stuff's just been swirling in my head. I've been, I've been obviously livid. Um, mm-hmm. I've talked about this a billion times. I think this whole cancel culture thing is fucking bullshit. Um, I will say this. If you think that emails back from 2011 and, you know, most recent ones, I guess up until 2014 are quote unquote bad, then you need to look at what's happening into the here and the now. And what I mean is look at the landscape of NFL players today. Look at the ones that are currently charged with DUIs, with mis- with you know misdemeanors, with uh, freaking domestic. domestic violence, all that stuff. All that's happening now. And those players are either A, currently on roster, B, um, who's the who's the cornerback that just got signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh, Richard Sherman get freaking put on a what's going to be a probably Super Bowl bound team. They get opportunities. They get an opportunity for wealth for their family to continue with it, everything, even though they've been involved in DUIs, domestic disputes, all this bullshit. And you take quote unquote bad emails, preferably negative language, and you lo- a guy loses seventy million dollars on his contract. I'm done, dude. I'm done. I think, I think we're reaching a point where feelings matter more than felonies. Um, it's it, it's how it makes you feel, right? Where I told you this, we, this is a different context, but it applies here. That history is written by the winners, and people that act as if there's not a war going on, they're not in the traditional sense, but there is a cultural shift a cold war of PC culture that is happening right now. And if we allow people to continue to run roughshod over the, the various markets that exist, we'll reach a point of progressivism that there is no turning back from. Um, for those of you who are unaware, John Gruden said in some emails back in 2000, was that 14, 13? Um, he called a couple players and uh, Roger Goodell, right? Who's the commissioner of the NFL. Um, he called him a faggot and a pussy. Um, and that's, that's it. I will say this much. If, if that is enough to get you fired from a job where you make $70 million a year, um, there's not a single one of us on this show or that listen to the show that are safe from this. Um, this nonsense. And the more people lean into this and allow this kind of nonsense to happen where you pull things up from 10, 15, 20 years ago and treat it as if it is something that needs to be rectified now is ludicrous. Um, History is what, you know, is exactly that. It has come to pass. They removed John John Gruden. Here's the thing. I don't care about football at all, to be honest with you. I really don't care. I just, this is just another example in a long line of nonsense that's happening. 
Tampa Bay, who who he coached to a Super Bowl, they removed his name from the Ring of Honor, which is like their version of the Hall of Fame. They removed him from that as if somehow him writing those words in an email um, it prevented uh, somehow negates what he did on the field. Um, it's like when that like like the Joe Paterno pedophile thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like you you had the entire Penn State program cover up a gigantic basically pedophile operation for years um and they they forfeited wins throughout like seven seasons what does an old man touching a kid in a shower have to do with the ball being thrown on the field they're not they are not one in the same John Gruden calling Roger Goodell a pussy in an email does not mean he did not coach those people to a championship so yeah. the idea to try to remove him as if he did not exist is ludicrous. All of these people very upset about, you know, oh, this person owned slaves or this person wrote this or said that back then. We're going to tear down their statue. We're going to remove their name from the history books. That doesn't change what happened, nor does it help. And all you're basically doing is hiding the peas and the mashed potatoes while you're being fed. You just want it to be a little bit more palatable for you. You're still getting it. Whether you want it or not, you're still getting it. Did you know Columbus Day was on Monday? It's actually Indigenous People's Day, Dale. I understand that, but did you know that Columbus Day was on Monday? (laughs) Yes, I did. Do you remember when we used to have Columbus Day off for school? Oh, I remember it. Now we don't get that anymore. Now that's Well, not that I go to school anymore, but that's the thing now. That doesn't mean that Christopher Columbus didn't sail over here. Honestly, he wasn't the first person to do so, but that doesn't mean he didn't do it. And you can change the name and call it Indigenous People's Day. You can do this, that, and the other, but everybody knows it's Columbus Day. You right. can change it to whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can tear down every statue that you possibly want. You can remove everybody's name from the Ring of Honor. It doesn't change what was done. And you can try to erase it, but ultimately, and at some time in memoriam, it will be forgotten and it'll disappear and people will wonder what happened there. But at a certain point in time, people have to go, no, not anymore. And I don't know when that day will be, Trey, but I will say this. If you're on the side that is for removing people, and their accomplishments, and who they are, and their history, and their ancestry, and their lineage from history, if you're on that side, and the tables turn, you should not expect mercy, because you will not receive it. My thing is, at this day and age, or where we are in this day and age, is you have to stand up, and you have to stand tall. We have succumbed to these elitist mentality that you have to set a precedence, and that precedence that you set has to be extreme enough to remove someone for saying bad things 10 years ago. Right. What we need to do is stand up and say, that's fucking ridiculous. I don't care. Looking at Randy Moss on the NFL network crying because of fucking John Gruden's language. Give me a break. If I was on that desk sitting next to Randy Moss, I'd be like, dude, I understand racism is a horrible thing, but you're acting like a fucking bitch, dude. If you really care and you're going to cry that much, then go stand up, go march, go do whatever you're going to do, but don't remove someone from an email that was stated 10 years ago. It just, it's one of those things where I just don't see, I don't see how to, I, 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 again, it goes back to the idea of feelings. If you're feeling, if, if, if you allow something like that to manifest that way over your life and have power over you, um, I can't, I can't help that weakness. Look at look at the antithesis that has been Dana White though. We loop this back to the UFC. Yes, please. Dana White has from the onset of COVID, all these 
transgender, whatever you want to call all these things that have come in and clouded what is, you know, popular mainstream media right now. He has straight away stayed to what is the foundation and it has become the most popular sport because of uh, because of it. Dana White is a leader of that. You can say whatever you want, fight or pay. He sucks, whatever. I don't give a shit. He's back to the core of what sports was. It is, hey, you come in for your talents and you play. We leave the politics to the side. Fuck you. That's it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I will I will say this, that uh, there's a lot of things about Dana White I don't like, um, but he does appear steadfast in his convictions. Um, and I say the word conviction purposely there because if you are not steadfast in your beliefs, they are not convictions, they are hobbies. And Dana White at times can be hypocritical on certain things, but for the most part, the core staples, he seems pretty convicted on. So I will give him credit. I will give credit where credit's due. All right, guys, if you don't already do so, please follow us uh, on all social media platforms at Punchless MMA, Instagram, Twitter, Google Plus, Facebook, all that stuff. You can find us at Punchless MMA. If you want to write us an email, you can do so. Uh, chat at Punchlist MMA. Shout out to our show sponsors, Allegiance Clothing and Stay Classy Meats. Uh, and everybody that continues to support the show and listen to the show, we appreciate you. We love you. Uh, we'll talk to everybody on Saturday. And if we said anything that you don't like or you don't agree with, too fucking bad, man. Um, <laughs> no, but we do appreciate you. Seriously, thanks for checking out the show. Uh, and if it's not for you, just keep it moving. And I hope you find another MMA show that uh, tickles your fancy. <laughs> in a way that we could not. All right, leave us a review if you see fit. Thumbs up the video, like, comment, subscribe, share, all that crap. Love you guys. Punchless Nation, we're out. We'll see you. Be good to each other. Happy trails. Bang, bang. (laughs)